0: Grand rising, everyone. Natalie coming to life, Spirit and coffee. coffee here. Mm-hmm. AMO. Okay, so let's get started. Um, again, reading from the Emerald Tablet, Alchemy for Personal Transformation. And on page 26, 27, um, and talking about how the what we call Hermes Trismegistus thrice great, um, sort of became a thing and the first one being Thoth and now talking about Akhenaten and how Akhenaten brought the one God. Um, And so Akhenaten was born, right, in Amen Khatip, meaning Amen, okay. Um, But he changed his name to Akhenaten he who serves the Aten, okay? And a man set up a new uh, monotheistic religion, um, which recognized by the visible sun of the one thing, the source of all creative energy. The new uh, Egyptian god called Aten, or simply the disc, was never personified like the previous gods, but was thought of as an abstract force. Pictures of Aten showed the solar disk is raised coming down from the heavens and emanating on earth in a dozen tiny hands, a marvelous symbol of the one thing. So basically what it is, is the one God being the, like a sun, right? And the sun radiating many different, um, hands, which is the one thing. And the way that I interpret this and, and the way that we can see it for maybe the macrocosm is that for instance it's like a crystal right if we put the crystal against the sun we would then have different life light forces radiating out through the crystal right it would be like a rainbow sort of like water does right so we see rainbows um but it's it's interesting because if we saw if we understood color um all the colors combined together create black or nearly close to black um but when we take them apart they have all the different colors of the rainbow and so it's like coal and like a diamond right coal absorbs all of that light where diamonds reflect all of that light when we're looking at how light gets reflected we see that there are more um things or more colors or there's a a array of different um, colors coming from that light that is being shined, shown, shine, sh- shone. shined, shine, shown, whatever. <laughs> you get the idea. So, the sun and Akhenaten was saying that there was the one thing, which is the 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 father or the son and then then from there radiated all of these manifested all the one thing, which was a bunch of different things. Hey, poetic. Hey, the is surviving. Hey, Alex. Hey, guy. <laughs> hey, guy. That's it. So um, when we see that radiating from the one thing, so the Aten is radiating energy personified. Um, That is to say that an all pervading reality of the imminent character, Akhenaten deliberately brushed aside the distinctions between the God maker and the solar disk and the solar disk itself. The distinction between creative energy and the creative matter. The disc was like the matter that falls under our senses, but a visible manifestation of something more subtle, invisible, intangible, everlasting, its essence. And the heat and the light and the energy of the sun was the manifestation of the one thing of which the visible flaming disc was yet another manifestation. In other words, um, if we saw it from the, you know, what they say, the father, son, Holy spirit, right? Father, being the one thing and then um or the one mind i'm sorry and then the the sun being the one thing and then you know the holy spirit being the radiating energy that exists everywhere so that's kind of how akhenaten came about the one god and so we see there is this idea of the one god the one mind and the one thing now in alchemy that is the that is how it's it's written now I don't like to assign father son holy spirit people think son as in you know a son and what they're meaning is a son like the sun in the sky um in the solar system okay there it's not a father it's not a son okay now in the the, the storylines of you know christianity and stuff like that yes people say God is everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Lion survivor. That's, that's the easy way to say it, right? <laughs> God is everywhere. Um, so in alchemy they think of it from the one mind and the one thing. Okay. And people get this separated, right? Cause we believe or we say God is everywhere and people seem to forget that. And if God is everywhere and in everything, then that means even the dark, right? Even the darkest places, even all the dark spaces, everything right? And everywhere. Um, But we forget that, right? And so we have, we get to um, be reminded. So in everywhere and everything. Now the one mind and the one thing. So the way people think about this is the sun is sort of that intermediary. So this is kind of, I'm going to give you an idea of how it might look if you were to think about it from you know, conceptually or visualize it as a picture, we would say that the one mind, our God is everywhere. Um, We could say it's like a mind, right? Some people call it the one mind Um, that there's no going outside of it. It always was and it always will be right. It is the am that I am. It always is and always will be. Um, there was no beginning or end. It is the beginning and the end. It's the everything and the nothing. Okay, so it it has all of these uh paradoxes in it, right? It's kind of like, well, how do you describe it? You can't. There's no words. And so at the beginning of time, they they would literally say there is no name for God. And so we give it a name. And as we give it a name, it becomes um, masculine because anything that has form becomes the masculine energy, anything without form and the formless would be uh, feminine, but we need both. So it's really not a feminine or a masculine thing. We can't really label it man or woman, right? It's not, um, that's just the mindset of the human, right? We can't see it any other way. It's kind of hard, but the way to visualize um i would say is that we let's just say for instance the big bang is a good way to kind of visualize it, it's like a theory is that there was just this ever la ever present e- energy okay and it was everything and then all of a sudden there was the first thought and that thought radiated stars among the star among the sky that would be the solar, the sun, right? That would be sun. So let's say that the first bang was a bunch of suns, a bunch of radiated light that came out of this one mind. Now we have the many. So out of the one came the many, okay? And out of the many, see, we can say that it's still an extension of the one thing and the one mind, sorry. And then it became the one thing, which would be the sun. Through the sun and light, Right. New Earths were created because without the sun, if we didn't have our sun our solar system, life wouldn't be here. Right. We need the light. We need the We need the sun. We live because of the sun. So it breeds life. Well, what is it doing? Well, if we saw it from a really let's just look at it in, in a microwave. Um, if we looked at coal and if we looked at diamonds, OK, coal absorbs all of light where we have diamonds reflect all of light. So if we saw the sun as reflecting light through what? Through sort of this prism, right? Or this, it's radiating energy through what? Maybe a crystal or something crystal-like where it radiates light and all of this beautiful color all over the place. See? So there's more happening, obviously, because through, um the sun there's nuclear fusion there's all this stuff that's happening right on the sun it all of this chemicals and stuff but it's radiating light its job is to burn and radiate light like that's what it does um and so the sun being sort of like our stellar body meaning that everybody is a is a star in the in the constellation or every person has a constellation or every person is a universe um, themselves being an extension again of the one mind and the one thing so the connection between the two now they leave that part out because it's like well it's separate from us right like the sun is separate from us and they would say oh well the god is you know the sun and then people believed the god to be the sun but really it's a, an extension still of the one mind okay it's still an extension. So we see it as the many, many hands coming out of the one disc. So if you saw the pictures of it, right, with um, Akhenaten, you would see a disc with many hands reaching out. You could see that almost like the colors of the rainbow coming out and reflecting the light. And it's the same thing. And so we see this prism um, and there, I think there's shirts, and I almost feel like it is Pink Floyd. Who has it on their record hey Quadi. can't remember who it is okay you guys can correct me um but i think it's pink floyd where they have the the pyramid and then they have the they have the dark the shadow and then they have the light radiating through and then you see the rainbow coming out of the other end it's the same thing that's what light does so light um, shows us the magnificence of life itself of color and it also helps to create our three-dimensional time space right where we see all these different characters dark side of the moon oh is it the dark side of the moon okay was that the shirt with the pyramid and okay oh thanks Wendy. thanks for helping me out there buddy <laughs> so so there you go and so we see the light and so we if we if we used alchemy in this way we understood who we are and we understood that we are connected right to the god is everywhere god is in everything yes and how we radiate how we radiate how we have our own um light within us and that light is connected to the light that's externally as within so without we are the stars and the stars are us and we are one Okay, and so we can radiate, yes, and we can use our light energy as well. And this is the key. Now, the key is to understanding where, so if you tapped into your internal world, and I was talking about this, you know, earlier, um, your personal mythology, your personal understanding, knowing who you are, which is really understanding where you are in your macrocosm. Okay, which is the big thing. Most people will focus on the microcosm. Okay, Um, and the microcosm being what's happening here in this three-dimensional time space, what we see with our eyes, what we feel with our senses. Now, beyond that, to transcend that is to understand who we are internally and our macro, um, our microcosm. The microcosm being the extension and how far Are we away from our own inner solar energy, which would be our internal light? How far removed are we from our internal light, which is our stellar body, okay, which would be the macrocosm and understanding that and recognizing that the one thing was the extension of the one mind and the one mind we are. Our stellar bodies closest to the one mind than our own uh, physical body which is very dense right very dense and here on this earth so we're a little bit removed we're a reflection of our own stellar energy we're a reflection of our own internal light and yes if there's a lot of dark and there is um, that we illuminate the dark to see what's there there's, there's an illumination and that's how we, we use our light. So people will say, well, use your light. Well, yeah, of course. And people think, well, it's saying nice things. And it is, don't get me wrong, but it's the internal. How do you feel internally? And how are you connecting to your stellar body? Okay, which is the one thing. You come from the one thing. Let's just say that, okay, let's say for instance this, the one thing that you are connected to becomes the manifestation of many things right now we are the extension of many things but we come from the one see so if you kind of backtrack in a way then you can start to connect into and i told you the book to to get if you guys wanted to get it now those who get it my sister said she found it by the way on kindle for like 20 bucks so there you go Maybe they won't take it out of print, but the book itself to purchase it is about $400. Good morning. I think that was Michael. I don't know who's on here on Facebook. Please say good morning because I don't know who it is. Um, so um, using that book and that book will support you into understanding where you are at the macrocosm, right? And understanding um how to get through the dark. The darkness right and yes there is more dark than there is light that's that is the truth there's more space um than there is space taken up well we think so at least that we can see because if we started to look at the quantum world and all that stuff it gets a little bit crazy when we're looking at it through the senses right when we're looking at it and observing it as you know through the eyes or the lenses or the senses um which is different but Looking at the sky, we can see that there are more dark spaces than we see stars, right? We can't see everything that's going on. However, if you did see around you and you looked around and you saw all the empty space that was available, there are particles that are moving within those spaces. It's almost like a whole universe is is happening in front of our eyes that we can't even see unless light actually shines on it noticed all the dust you see it's kind of like a whole universe of this dust floating around all the time i mean it's pretty pretty crazy right i don't know if you guys do that but i did and yesterday light was shining and i could see all the dust particles just flying everywhere and i was like wow there's this whole other tiny micro universe that's happening even smaller than us happening um, right in front of our face that we can't see. It's too tiny for us to to view unless light actually comes on it. And and then we illuminate it to see it there. So again, we are the part of the one thing and the one energy, meaning that yes, God is everywhere. So Akhenaten came up with the idea, to, or not the idea, but he came and he changed everything into the one thing and the one mind. This is really part of spiritual alchemy is to understand mm-hmm. this. Okay. Um, And the creative energy and matter. So energy and matter are something that we work with, right, in terms of spiritual alchemy as well. How do we transform and transmute the energy within us um, into matter, into the material, into what we are creating here on this planet and walking our divine purpose? So part of that is not just the creative things that we, we do not not just like I'm going to be a potter and create all these beautiful coffee mugs but you know it's beyond that it's our bodies itself how do we maneuver the very vessel that was given to us that is material and very dense and cleaning our bodies because that is that is one of the hardest things to do right our bodies start to decay they're not permanent Our energy is permanent, but the vessel that holds the energy, the container that holds the energy, not permanent. But we can have a very rich life and a very divine life if we take care of the very vessel that was given to us. So, how do we utilize the energy for our body, right? And also for our divine birthright when we're creating or being creative and understanding how to connect the two in our energy internally, like we we have so much energy in our bodies it's quite amazing the body is like one of the most amazing miracles like we're very fortunate to have a body um and i think sometimes we forget that we forget that our bodies are our greatest gift our greatest tool and the energy potential that's within the body um is phenomenal i mean it's just i can't even I it's so cool to me it's so I'm like a child right thinking about how the body works and how our heart just pumps and pumps and pumps and pumps and pumps and we're not asking it to it just does and our breath we take it in and out we don't ask the plants to give us oxygen they just do. And we release the carbon dioxide from our bodies and the plants eat it up. And we didn't ask for that to happen. It just did. We were just born into this abundance, right? And that's the abundance and the flow. So the energy that's there is the actual potential to create and manifest into the material. Pretty powerful stuff, okay? We ourselves are powerful. So understanding the body, understanding how to utilize the vessel to transcend as well. And you can. There have been stories of, you know, all of these um, individuals who have gone to heaven, right, full body are turned into pure light, um, as they say. Right. Where they they were able to walk through many dimensions because they were light. They were so understanding that that our bodies are very dense um, and they're very stuck to this three dimensional time space, you know, as is as of now. That doesn't mean it's always. But it takes a lot of work. Right. You've got to understand how the body works in order for it to do what it is that it's to operate the way that it's supposed to. Now, and that's another thing they don't really teach us in school. They're pumping, at least in the Western world. I don't know those around the world that might be on here and have a different story. Um, But those in the U.S. know we get pumped with medication. They don't teach you nutrition. They don't teach you how to eat properly. They don't tell you about herbs. It's, you know, it's not as common. I even um, the other day was getting an iron inf- infusion. And that's what the lady who is doing my phoblotymus was like, the lady who did the infusion said, you know, we don't talk enough about nutrition here in the medical world. She even said it. And she's looking into those things for herself. So we have to understand how to how to utilize the tools that we have here to support us. There's um, there's a. Um, it's a movie called spirited away. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's, it's called Spirited. It's an anime, I believe movie. And, um, in that, that's kind of the concept where when you eat something, notice what you say, when you say you eat something heavy, you feel heavy, you feel weighted down. And when you eat something light, you feel light and you feel like you can fly. So food itself has those properties of very dense, right, anchor you in are very light, allow you to feel like you can fly and make you lighter. So understanding the body is critical um, because it is part of the one thing. And the one thing, there is alchemy within that as well. And so our bodies have the potential to transform and change. And literally I did transform and change my body um, based on using uh the principles of alchemy so and how did that happen hey Baram, how did that happen um i used the so i am coming out with a course and part of the course is talking about declarations intentions and milestones using a, a process right that's grounded in alchemy right that's grounded in the ability to transform even our body our bodies are so magnificent that we can transform them if we are actually learning how to use our vessel, understanding how to maneuver and utilize our body. Our body is a temple. It's it's the greatest gift that was gifted to us. We were given this, this magnificent and it's not a machine. I don't want to call it a machine, because what we call it a machine. We put ourselves in the worldview of mechanism, like the mechanistic worldview, which can can have some issues there because then we start to see ourselves through scientific methods, and then we become so far disconnected from the energy potential that lives within us is what ends up happening when we see our body like a machine. It's beyond a machine. It operates almost like a machine, but it also operates in energy. The energy that the life force that's within us. There's a force within us that's allowing it to operate, right? A machine has to be plugged into something in order to operate. We're not plugged in. And then that's pretty cool, right? I mean, we're not plugged in, at least that I know of. We could be plugged into a matrix, right? Like that's a whole other worldview or thought process, but... But even if we were, we were still part of the one source, right? Either way you look at it. So our bodies pretty are pretty awesome, um, and they do all kinds of amazing things. If we can tap into that life force and that potential, we needn't do really much, right? If we understood the potential and energy within us, and understood the the way that our light works within us, literally, we wouldn't have. Again, the distortion that we see within the world today, we'd be in harmony with the world because that's the way it's supposed to work. It's supposed to work where there's this give and take abundance, right, of giving and receiving from the earth. But what's happened sort of with the the mind is that we've taken, 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 right? And and I'm not meaning you in particular, but humanity has taken so much and not really given back so much. And so we we end up with this sort of lopsided type of distorted way of seeing the world. and And that's what's happened. <laughs> it's lopsided. <laughs> when we start to remember who we are and we tap in, we can live in harmony. Now, is it easy? No. If I was living, let's say for instance myself, if I was living in full harmony with the earth, um, I'd be living, you know, maybe in a tree house in a jungle, you know, out in the wilderness somewhere. And then that's, you know, in harmony with the planet, the earth and understanding how to go get my own food and all that stuff. But I don't, I live in a society right now and good morning, Susan. Good morning, TNK. So understanding that it's hard. Right? Is it easy? Would you guys just take off to the the mountains or to the jungles and just say goodbye? I'm I'm out of here. Maybe if you were forced, but right now, well, no, we're not. None of us are because we're here. <laughs> we're on technology right now, so we can't say that. Because right now, in the right here in the moment, we are bound to this sort of worldview or the way that the world has been perceived. This paradigm that we're in, and we can shift that. But it's going to take time. And so it's going to be a lot of awakening and stuff like that. Do we fantasize about I'm sure every single person on here, you wouldn't be on here and you wouldn't. I'm sure I can almost guarantee that you all fantasize about perhaps being out in the wilderness and living off the earth and the way that we should be. Okay, I could be wrong. Some of you could say, "Hell no, I love technology. I love this world we've created." Um, but I would almost say that that the majority of you feel that way. That you know that something's just off. You just know it. Something ain't right, and it's beyond the. Um, it's beyond the storyline that we're hearing through media outlets, right? It's beyond that. There's something really not correct, and part of it is. Well, the storyline we've created, it's so distorted. We're so far removed from our solar stellar body. How many times removed are you from your stellar body? How far removed are you from your, your life force? That you would have to understand the internal and you could know how far removed you are so that you can start finding your way back home. Okay, your way back home is internal. Not external. So people are like, hey, I'm going to build a ship and leave. <laughs> you don't have to build a ship to leave. Your 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 home is internal. The answers are inside of you. Everything, the life force that's within you. See, we forget about the body so much. It's, it's just amazing. But it's because we wake up every day and the body's there and it's there. And we just go on about our day you know are we looking at our hands and really asking ourselves what are our hands mean to us what do they do for us how are they supporting us how are they but we would know if it got cut off then we'd be like "Shit, we need our hands (laughs) what the hell life would be so much more complicated right to pick things up to do the things to feel with our hands our eyes we see um people that can't see right i have a friend right now who um, she's losing her eyesight little by little by little. And I can imagine what she's going through, but we have the ability to see the world, right? She has to feel the world now. She feels it, which is cool because now her internal world is going to be more illuminated as well. But then we hear, right? We take for granted the, the hearing. Well, what is our hearing telling us? The vibrational frequencies that we're picking up on. You know, we can even transform through vibration and frequency and listening to that meditation, right? Meditation offers all of these vibrations and song bowls and all that. And here's the deal. Our ears aren't just picking it up. We can feel the vibration on our body as well. So we just, we forget and we start to look at everything else. And we have this, um, get her to try sun gazing. Yeah. Good morning, Pharaoh. Um, yes, she could sun gaze and, um, I will tell her and she's amazing. Um, she has, she ended up getting cancer and her, her eyesight kind of went away and stuff like that. So, um, but she's such an amazing and check this out. She's still in Kung Fu. Okay. And which is kind of cool. She takes Kung Fu. That's where I met her. We take Kung Fu together and she literally, um, does it as she's losing her eyesight and she's actually damn good. See? So. Amazing, right? What we can do. <laughs> no excuses. So our bodies. So I, I urge you to really look at the body, really look at the vessel, really look at this pretty magnificent thing that we were given and kind of look at it and say, wow, this is like an extension of the one thing that's there's light radiating through me or I wouldn't exist so how do i operate it how do i then connect into my stellar body where am i in my stellar evolution understanding that like i keep saying it over and over and people might be like well, i don't know what the hell you're talking about what does that even mean start to look it up start to do your research start to journey you know and start to tap into that i told you what book is really good to read um, and the book itself even has, um, I think on the front, has the disc. It's not the disc specifically, but it does show the one thing, in the, but it shows it as a dove. And it shows the many hands and the many flames coming from the one thing. A couple of things that I still don't 100% agree with every single thing I read because, again, words and texts sometimes are missing things, right? And you've got to kind of understand, use your own discernment, but there is that. So, our bodies being the extension of the one thing and then we can tap into the one the one thing and that's how we download that's where people will talk about akashic records talk about this and that that is how we tap in we have to know where we are in our stellar body once we do that we connect with the whatever you want to call it galactical world the the brother and sisterhood of light you know you can call it many things You ascended masters, you know, all of these things we tap into and then you you pull that information, the medicine that's meant for you. Okay, teaching others how to unlock the active abilities, free Zoom classes, teaching others how to unlock and activate abilities. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and if you want, you could just put your uh email or whatever it is if that's what you're doing. Um, and I don't know if you do live sessions or whatnot, but you could uh go ahead and leave that information. Awesome. Thank you for letting us know. Um and for those who want to, I don't know if you guys know anybody on here knows Pharaoh or not. I don't um I I don't know. You can give us a little synopsis if you want about what you're teaching if you'd like um so uh let's see yes poetic like the show yeah <laughs> i don't love it yet. yes you do um so when we think about it the universal idea of maya which means the real thing or the absolute truth the original will of the one god expressed in the one mind maya um was the one thing of the physical sun or the solar disk was the material expression maya so we're looking at i just want you to know that a lot of alchemy um is grounded um in egyptian mythology okay so we're looking at egyptian mythology we are all each other yes we are uh thank you for (laughs) yes we are the one thing the one mind the one disc okay and um we talk about hermes because all of this mythology that i'm speaking into right is all egyptian now other myth stories and this is why i tell you know your myth that other myth stories um will tell the same stories in the western world and what we've started to call archetypal patterning and stuff like that that the storyline shows up the same over and over that's why i said people are not prophets they just can read patterns because we repeat the same stuff um but maya if you guys don't know is also the goddess of justice um and she has wings and she holds skills and lady justice in greek mythology okay so we have hermes we have Thoth, we have all of these egyptian what we called gods and really what they were are descriptions to describe the human transcendence of the soul the understanding of how we are able to open up right open up our our minds and our hearts and remember who we are and connect to our stellar body okay that is the key i'm going to keep saying it if you guys don't know what it means do your research ask for support and guidance right from the cosmos guess what you'll find your answers you are the key the key lives within you so it's going to lead you right where you need to go and and I've given you some opportunities for books to read as well that can support you along the way. Do know that, and I will give a disclaimer that take it slow. It you can lose your, you can actually lose your mind in some of this stuff if you take it too fast, too much. You have to ha- be able to ground yourself back to this earth. You don't want to lose your mind, and I don't want people losing their mind. Okay, <laughs> it's the last thing I want. <laughs> or you'll just go back into the one mind, but. Um, so mayot, um, and then we have whether or not Akhenaten be held the actual tablet, he stands as the candidate for the second Hermes because he tried to apply the tablet's principles throughout the the region, known as the hermetic Pharaoh, he espoused the revolutionary concept of the living in truth and acting in the natural accord with cosmic principle in accord with cosmic principle, okay, there you go again. You are the cosmos. Just so you know, the the universe lives within you, as within, so without. So there you have it. I'm gonna continue to read on from the book um, Monday. I don't get on on Fridays anymore as I work. Um, and we'll continue again. This is the this is alchemy, right? This is the book of alchemy. It is the Emerald Tablet, alchemy for personal transformation. This book is Dennis William Hawk. He's done a a ton of stuff on alchemy, um, so it, this book is like only fifteen bucks. See, so that's a book that that's not four hundred dollars, um, and it's a pretty awesome, amazing book to be honest with you. And there's some pictures, alchemic pictures, and understanding. So I'm gonna continue to go through that so that you guys understand. Okay, um, so there you have it. Um, I love you guys very, very, very much. <laughs> Thank you for showing up and. Um. Just thank you for being you. Okay. So love you guys. Have a a fantastic Thursday, and I will be seeing you guys on Monday. And Baram yes, probably seeing you a little bit later. So we do, um, our little podcast. Okay. <laughs> so have a, a great day. Many blessings and love. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.